Hello everyone out there. This is Beth Chase again and welcome to Wellness Wednesday with 3W. I'm very glad that you've joined us for today's broadcast where we will be talking about pregnancy discrimination in the workplace with Helen Wynn. She's the CEO of 3W Medical. And remember, 3W Medical is a medical clinic that provides free reproductive health care services for women in the Seattle area, and they don't make any money from the choices that women make. So welcome, Helen, once again to the broadcast. Good to have you. Thank you. Glad to be back. Okay. Well, before we get into the subject of this episode, can you just tell us a little bit about 3W? You know, what are they doing? What's happening? Anything new? Yes. I just wanted to reiterate that we continue to remain open even during COVID. So feel free if you haven't been here uh, before or are looking for the type of services we're providing, please make an appointment. We're, We're actually filling up quite a bit. And to meet the demands of our patient numbers and uh, and appointments, we've actually hired on a new provider. She's with us and her name is Christy Emmons. You're you're going to get to know her a little bit more. She's going to hopefully be on future podcast episodes as well as on our website. She's a little shy, so I'm kind of nudging her towards getting her picture on our website. She's wonderful. She loves women's health. She wants to be here and she wants to provide health care for you. Mm. So we're excited to have a new team member join mm-hmm. us. And she's a nurse practitioner. She is a nurse practitioner. She's so wonderful. Mm-hmm. We've had such good feedback. She's been on the team for about three weeks now and people just love her. Yes. Love, yes. love, love her. I hear, her. I hear about her and they do rave about her. Yeah. So wonderful. So good to have. And are you seeing an increase in the number of clients? Because yeah. I know you've been open all the way through the COVID. Yes. Okay. Something we're very, very proud of. We have not closed. <laughs> And yeah, we, we're seeing more patients come through. I think people are starting to come out of their homes. Mm-hmm. Um, we're still taking the same types of precautions with patients coming in. We, take, we check your temperature. We do screening. We ask you to wear your mask. Mm-hmm. All of our staff wear our mask when mm-hmm. patients are here. So it's exciting. Mm-hmm. STI appointments are coming in, going up, and as well as pregnancy. So mm-hmm. that kind of stuff goes hand in hand. Yes, yes. We're so glad to see them come back and get some care. Yes. Because I know we've all, all of us in the in the medical field have just been a little concerned that mm-hmm. there, uh, there's been some neglect or, or uh, putting off of some medical care when really Absolutely. they, uh, it's not a good idea for a lot of situations to do that. So mm-hmm. yeah, very good. Okay, so let's get right into our topic today. And And this will be a very, I think, informative discussion where you want to talk about the pregnancy discrimination in the workplace. Specifically, you want to highlight the needs of pregnant women in the workplace and some of the issues that they encounter. So let's just start out. Let's go ahead and talk about this. What what would you like to say? Yeah, I I wanted to pick this topic and talk about it because I feel like we as a community need to support our neighbors. And I think COVID has really showed us how important it is to reach out and build community. We, we, are, we are not an island. We, we, we grow together as a community. And as a community, they, we have community members that become pregnant. And I think it's just a good reminder that pregnancy discrimination continues to happen in the workplace. And I just wanted to highlight what pregnancy discrimination is what Pregnancy Discrimination Act is, which is a, a law for employee uh, employers to know about. Is that uh, state or federal? I think it's 
federal mm-hmm. from what okay. I from what I'm seeing from my research. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then how do we support each other? How do we support our coworkers that are pregnant? And what does that look like? Some mm-hmm. tips on what that looks like. Okay. Very good. All right. Let's get into it. Okay. So pregnancy discrimination, I'm just going to read from the U.S. Equal Employment Opportunity Commission um, mm-hmm. website. It says, pregnancy discrimination involves treating a woman or an applicant or employee unfavorable because of pregnancy, childbirth, or a medical condition related to pregnancy or childbirth. Okay. So it happens quite often. And I just wanted to, again, highlight that. And what is the Pregnancy Discrimination Act? The Pregnancy Discrimination Act, also known as PDA, I thought that was a funny acronym, (laughs) forbids the discrimination based on pregnancy when it comes to any aspect of employment, including hiring, firing, pay, job assignments, promotions, layoffs, training, fringe benefits such as leave and health health insurance, and any other term or condition of employment. Mm-hmm. So that that act came out pretty pretty new, I think. It it coincides with the the ADA, mm-hmm. the Disability Act. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I wonder, you know, why people clearly like oh you're saying it's a problem. Yes. And it's a it's a big enough problem mm-hmm. for them to have come together and created a special acknowledgement through the PDA to mm-hmm. say, wait a minute, here are the new rules mm-hmm. on how employers need to treat pregnant women. They must have felt like there was a need for that. Yeah, from from what I've learned is uh, actually from the ACLU, they've been doing a lot of work on trying to protect pregnant workers in the workplace. And from what I'm seeing and and what is being told to me is that pregnant women have, when they tell their employers that they're pregnant, especially low-wage jobs, they have the vulnerability of being fired or laid off or treated poorly. Mm -hmm. And... I've actually have personal experience with this because uh, a friend of mine, she immigrated here from Vietnam, did not know any English, was, uh, you know, didn't have a college education or anything like that. She was working at a restaurant, a pho restaurant, actually, in, in Auburn. And they, the minute her employers found out that she was pregnant, they fired her on the spot. Hmm. And that really put a pressure on her. She she really never thought about the idea of getting an abortion. But because her family was low income, she only had this job to help her husband who was working at the time, but she also had two other kids. She felt that she had no other choice but to explore other pregnancy options because she lost her job immediately mm-hmm. after uh, after telling her employer, uh, who was paying her paying her under the table, by the way, mm-hmm. that she was pregnant, mm-hmm. and she felt like she had no options, no other support. Fortunately, she changed her mind and decided to keep her baby girl. Mm-hmm. But 
it was pretty pretty iffy in in some parts of her life at that point. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so this apparently happens quite frequently. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think it's important for us to, you know, take a, a, a pause here and just talk about how uh, at 3W here, we recognize that a, a woman has three legal rights or legal choices that she can make about her pregnancy. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that we're very committed to is to make sure that women really do make a choice that's theirs. Right. Because what what we if we call ourselves a pro-choice community, which basically says a woman has a right to make a decision, whatever that decision is, as long as it's legal, mm-hmm. you know, and and all three of her choices are legal, we want to make sure that she is not feeling that like she has no choice but to carry that baby to term or no choice that she has no choice but in that pregnancy. We mm-hmm. want to make sure that women have full disclosure, that they make a choice that they can live with for the rest of their life. Mm-hmm. And we don't judge. Mm-hmm. We're not going to tell women what to do, but we want to make sure that the decision is ultimately hers. Right. So this whole discussion about pregnancy discrimination uh, is something that uh, rolls into our core values here at 3W, as well as, you know, I was just reading recently that mm-hmm. already there is some concern that with the with the birth rate going down in our country consistently mm-hmm. for years now, that they are, they are concerned, there's a growing concern that they're not going to have enough people oh, yeah. to support the the future population right. through the workforce. Right. And so I'm thinking, you know, really from an economic perspective, we had better start valuing women who are pregnant in the workforce to assure that they can indeed be able to have more citizens yes. in our in our community to right. be able to handle the the care of uh, of the future. So Yeah, I think it's hypocritical of us to say that women can have it all, but then don't provide her with the resources to have it all. Mm -hmm. I just think that's really contradicting. Mm -hmm. You can have it all, but you can't get pregnant and you need to work 60 hours a week. I mean, that's just unrealistic. Mm -hmm. There's more to life than work. Mm -hmm. And you bring up a good point about providing resources so that people feel that they can have families. I mean, a great example is just Google Japan and population. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're having a huge population issue mm-hmm. where there's not enough people to take care of the elderly. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, we that's a whole nother podcast uh, topic yes. that we can dive into with uh-huh. population control and the myth about that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. But I can't. I think Canada is having the same problems, and mm-hmm. that's why they're mm. they're so loose on their paternity and maternity leave laws. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why? Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. And I, I was just reading where there are other countries, like I think Germany is one, and I think and there was a couple others in this article that was saying that they actually will pay women to have, to have the babies. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, they will will say, okay, we'll give you another, you know, such and such amount of money every month mm-hmm. uh, for you to uh, to have these babies because culturally, economically, they see, they read the tea leaves, they're in trouble. Mm-hmm. So valuing women with the awareness that no one else can have babies, but uh, mm-hmm. those that who have a uterus, 
whether yes. they identify as a woman or not, mm-hmm. you still have to have uterus, right? Mm-hmm. So anyway, yeah. so more about this discrimination in the workplace. How can we, who are in the workforce, be more supportive of pregnant women who maybe are fellow co-workers? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think just having a candid conversation about sitting down with that person that just told you, I'm pregnant, and being joyful about it and saying, that's great. How can I support you? How can I maybe, you know, as you get further along, it, it can, with the idea that that pregnancy is going to go smoothly, which is so <laughs> mm-hmm. all over the map with every woman because every woman's body is different. But if if everything goes smoothly, you know, she might not need a lot of help in the first or second trimester of her pregnancy, but offering her more distribution of her work among other co-workers in the later parts of her pregnancy and and just having a candid conversation of what her needs are and what, what you can do within your company to support her. And then what's going to happen when she comes back? You know, is there an even availability for her to come back? And knowing that when she comes back, it might not be at the full capacity as how she was working before. So, you know, there's cases of women coming back to their work and being unable to perform her job duties due to the medical conditions of what that pregnancy did to her and not discriminating against her for doing that. Um, Maybe finding a different job for her or really just, again, working with her to make sure she feels that her choice of being pregnant and carrying her baby to term was a good one. Mm -hmm. And I guess that gets also back into the next thing I want to talk about is providing break time for moms, especially if they're breastfeeding. All of this is in moderation. I hope people understand that. Like, don't go overboard, but also know that I think you you should provide a space for them to pump <laughs> that's not in a gross bathroom. <laughs> or I, I think the ACLU recommended that we provide a space that that's other than the bathroom, that's shielded from view and free from intrusion from other coworkers and the public, if you can, if you can. Please look into the laws. But what it looks like is Washington State says if you're over a certain number of of employees that you should have a space for them mm-hmm. to like a lactation room or something like that that they can feel secure to go to to, pre- mm-hmm. to breast pump yeah that's respectful i like that yeah, yeah. that's just common sense you know we all know that nursing is is a very healthy choice to make for yeah. your children if you can do it yeah and so i i think i appreciate that so you're saying as far as employers go to just be more sensitive about these needs. And secondly, as co-workers Mm -hmm. to advocate on behalf of pregnant women and maybe suggest some of these things. Absolutely. I I think that provides a healthy and joyful environment because it, it just provides an environment of support. And we work together every day these people you get to know really well, and I think that they being pregnant and and having children is sometimes really scary, especially for first time parents. So I think us being people in the workplace that work side by side together mm-hmm. should support each other when mm-hmm. it comes to those types mm-hmm. of decisions. What do you do? You think that pregnant women are you seeing in your uh, experience that pregnant? It's a good idea for pregnant women in the workforce to have more breaks. 
to because I remember being pregnant and sitting for too long and just thinking, oh my gosh, my my ankles are swelling. I need to get up and walk around. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on that? I just think you need to communicate with your your manager or your boss. And I think that your manager or your boss, hopefully they're open enough to say, yeah, go ahead and take, take that necessary break. And I, I think you're planting a seed for the future, right? If your employees are happy, if they know they're supported, productivity goes up, a trust goes up, they know they're supported, they know they're not going to get fired if they are requesting something. Again, everything in moderation, mm-hmm. right? If taking a quick walk around the office, what is that? What do you really lose? Mm-hmm. But if this, if you find that your employee is trying to take advantage of it or manipulate you into feeling sorry for her to, you know, outrageous demands, then pull it back, you know, or, or talk to your HR reps about mm-hmm. that kind be of reasonable. stuff. Be reasonable. Absolutely. Just be reasonable. <laughs> just be supportive. Uh-huh. Just be kind. <laughs> <laughs> and just be aware of these special needs that women, not all women, uh, but, you know, some women need to have when they're pregnant sure. in their work setting. Now with COVID-19, with so many working at home, that's um, that's definitely, you know, could be a benefit for women who are pregnant as well. Sure. Yeah. So that's wonderful. Well, thank you, Helen, for coming and uh, talking about this really important discussion about pregnancy discrimination in the workplace. I get it. It's a problem. But that doesn't mean it's okay. It means that we have responsibility to each other mm-hmm. to uh, to speak and advocate on behalf of everyone. Helen, what is the one thing that you would like to leave with those who are listening to this podcast about discrimination in the workplace? Yeah, just just to reiterate that pregnancy discrimination happens in the workplace and that it's due time that we talk about it and that it's due time that we support women who are working side by side with us in our community and making sure they feel supported and heard and cared for. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Well, you can find out more about this incredible work that's occurring here at the 3W Medical for Women in the University District area. You can find out more information about them at their website at 3wmedical.org. That's the number three, the letter W, and the word medical.org. Also, I want to invite you to join the 3W community by donating to our cause, which is to assure that every woman in Seattle has access to a free medical clinic that does not make money from the choices she makes. So you can find out more about how you can become a part of that community by, again, going to the website. And then when you get on the homepage, you go to the top, there's a tab, a menu, and the tab that says Wellness for Women. And you can find out more about how you can be a part of that by clicking there. So anyway, thank you again, Helen, for being here. Really good information. Greatly appreciate it. And I hope you and the listening audience appreciated it as well. So until next time, stay healthy and be well.